Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so what does, uh, what do rather, Holly Roberts, Jim Belushi, and Japanese anime have in common? It has to do with our next segment. And in fact, a question we have for you, 651-641-1071, Holly what did Jim Belushi, yourself, and anime have in common today? Oh, so much that we're all nerds. And I <laughs> want people to call in 651-641-1071 and share your secret geekdom. What are you a geek about? And just scream it across the land. We are here. We want to know. And Jim Belushi, of all people is doing that and he was trending on twitter this morning and i was like jim belushi brother to late john star of according to jim star of such classic movies as k9 yes i knew you thank you for saying that movie thank you oh k9 you're welcome yes exactly so jim belushi he tweeted out the following yesterday he said any anime fans out there i always love studio ghibli and after i and i worked with them however i don't know much else but just saw your name and it blew me away what is out there come on some of you guys have to be nerds fess up so jim belushi crowdsourcing anime titles now the internet's gonna internet and people were kind of trolling Jim Belushi. Oh, I'm sure. With some things that are NSFW. Like, let's uh, show him some dirty anime. Yeah, let's show him some dirty anime. No, and please, you know, if you are a fan of dirty anime, that's okay. But please don't call and share that. Call 651-641-1071 and share <laughs> your other realms of geekdom that you rule over. My favorite is... Uh, it's like, it was delightful. My favorite is that somebody responded to him. And I think they meant to say they gave him a trailer for an anime. Um, and it, the person responded, Jim, smoke a bowl and watch this bad boy. You're welcome. Except they didn't... Hold on, I'm going to sneeze. Uh, thank no. you. Um, Jim Smokable and said they didn't type Smokable, they typed smoke a bowel. Uh, <laughs> smoke yeah. a bowel. Don't no. smoke a bowel. But anyway, that's uh, one of those things. Yeah. Anyways, but we all have our things and we all have our lovely geek realms that we lord over. So what is the thing that uh you uh want to share? Six five one six four one one oh seven one. I think we have a nerd on the line. Who's the nerd? Tyler's on the line for us right now. Tyler. Hi. Hi, Tyler. What do you want to share? What, what, is, what is the thing that you're geeky about? The James Bond movies. Oh, okay. All the James Bond movies? Um, yes. 
I love them. I love it all. I love it all. The cars and, and you name it. They're pretty. They're good. What's your favorite? I like Goldeneye with Pierce Brosnan. I was going to say, do you have a favorite James Bond? So Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, I'd be Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, he's great. Except he's not the best singer, as we all know from Mamma Mia, right? But <laughs> that's yeah. very true. Do you? No. Are you obsessed with the books too? Um. No. You know, I haven't ever read the books. I. I probably should. Well, no, I mean, well, you know, great. if you're fine with just the movies, that's that's good enough. Yeah. All right, thanks, Tyler. Did you Tyler. play the Golden Eye game on N64 before you go? Oh, what was that? And now he's gone. Ty- oh, he's there. Oh, I was going to ask you, Tyler, did you did you play Golden Eye for N64? I feel like that's like the ultimate James Bond oh, geekdom. Oh. No, I haven't, but I know my dad has. Greatest game oh, Tyler ever. has now made us all feel a thousand years old. Right. Grant, please hang up on Tyler. Yeah, right. Because it's funny. I grew up on that game, and I'm only 36, and he says his dad plays yeah, it. Well, okay. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> Do we have anyone oh, else on the phone? The yeah, we, we have Kathy who said she watched something recently that she finds nerdy, but I don't find it that nerdy, Kathy. What you got? Actually admitting this. Kathy? Hey, Kathy. Yes. So what's your Hi. what's your nerddom, Kathy? Well, I can't believe I'm admitting this, but the other day I watched a documentary about Betty White. Oh, that's not oh, nerdy. That's right? just your obligation no. to humanity. Everyone should watch I, it, that. It was awesome, but half of the people they interviewed are no longer with us. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kathy, yeah. honey, you know who you're talking to, right? Oh, that's true. Yes, I think she... you yeah. got to watch it. <laughs> and that's on... Te- remind us what streaming service the Betty White documentary is on. I believe it's Netflix. Okay, awesome. Hey, Kathy, thank and you. I think it's called Betty's Story. All right, Betty's Sorry, Story Betty. on Netflix, courtesy of Kathy. I will admit I have not watched that. Now, I do claim to know a thing or two about Betty White, so I'm curious to see I... Uh, what I might learn from this documentary, I will tell you, being a slight nerd of Betty White, that she is literally, like, literally has been around since sliced bread. Actually, I think she was born before yeah. sliced bread. Meaning... That's right. She is, like, she's one of those rare people that's still alive who has, like, lived through everything. Right. Like, she was born at the be Like, when she was born, radio was probably the dominant medium, and she has lived through um, all of those mediums, media, and and even cooler than that, she has been successful. Right, dominated in every single one of those medium, whether it's radio, television, movies. I mean, she's been in movies and been successful in movies, right? But I mean, she literally right. has done everything. We Amazing. do have another caller, guys. Amazing. Sorry, I wanted to go down the Betty White rabbit hole, but who do we have? Uh... Michael, and I'm with you on that rabbit hole. I like it, so I'm, I'm glad you did that. Michael's on the on the line right now. All right, hey Michael, what's your nerd habit? Hi guys, um, my nerd habit is Marvel comics. I've loved them, mm-hmm. read them ever since I was a kid, and I I'm that annoying guy who is always going, well, actually. Uh, Captain Marvel was originally Ms. Marvel, and then she became binary, while her title went to Monica Rambeau, who was also Ms. Marvel, until she re-inherited the role of Ms. Marvel again. Yes. Uh, Captain Marvel. And then everybody goes, shut up. We're just watching, trying to watch the movie. (laughs) 
I love people like you, though, because so, you are necessary. You are carrying the knowledge yes. so that we all don't walk through life being stupid about things we don't need to be. Yeah. If you want to know why Wolverine's name is Logan and he doesn't remember his, any of his past, I can give you the, all the explanations from the, all the different retcons that the writers have gone through over the years. Nobody ever wants to know, but I can tell you. But at least somebody does, right, Holly? <laughs> You are the Love keeper show, of the animantium, so Michael. Thank you. Say <laughs> Thanks, that again, Holly. Michael. I said he's the key to keeper of the animantium. It kind of reminds what Wolverine's skeleton is made of. It kind of, and the fact Thank that you, you know that indicates uh, <laughs> nice you, job. You are. Like, I used to work at a comic book store back in the day. I will say this all reminds me of the movie Fahrenheit four fifty. What is it? Four fifty. Oh my God, Fahrenheit four fifty one. Um, Wherein at the end, everybody's like walking around. Each person is like carrying around a book in their brain. Like they have to memorize a book, right? So this is like everybody has right. their nerd book and they're just carrying around all of this useless information, but still carrying it into the future and hopefully passing it down to nerds um, as young as our previous caller who age shamed us about five minutes ago. Oh, that was bad. My <laughs> oh, dad plays it. I just, came out my, my dad, dad plays tonight. Also, you want to feel even older? Oh. N64 was when I was in, like, what, high school? Yeah. It was... No, it would have been when you were in college, okay, Bradley. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was 98. <laughs> it came out in 1998, yeah. I believe. It's not like he said Atari, okay? <laughs> and you guys are like, what's Atari? I don't know, I know what, what Atari is. is. Pong? <laughs> <sighs> Do we? We don't have time. So thank you all for making us feel so good about ourselves. And Holly, thank you for letting us nerd out a little bit because I'm always here for nerd chats. You know what I'm also always here for? And I think you are too. Britney Spears. We got to get the Cobra what? gang together because um, we've got verifiable proof that Britney Spears is in a publationship with Sam Asgari, and we'll tell you why when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. I'm Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts, and Grant along for the ride today. Thank you, everyone, for being with us on this fabulous Tuesday, December 29th. If you forgot where we are in time and space, it's also about 17 minutes after the 2 o'clock hour, and there's snow on the way, so, um, you know, we're doing the thing. Anyway, um, let's get right to... Uh, the Cobra Gang. We need to get the Cobra Gang together, you guys, because we've got a Britney Spears story. Whenever there's trouble, we'll down the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Oh, there we go. Okay, I have proof, you guys. That Britney Spears is in a publationship with Sam Asghari. What? Ooh, no, it's you true. You mean that Britney Spears and Sam Asghari, it's not true, authentic love at a soul connection level? Um, I kind of don't think so. And this time, the tabloids are going to prove me right, I think. Anyway, it's the tabloids, but go with me. Okay. So, Britney Spears, I saw this headline. Um, Yesterday or the day before, I don't know where I am. And it said, Britney Spears reunites with boyfriend Sam Asghari after his COVID battle as her kids spend the holidays with her dad. Like, there's a lot of stuff going with their dad, not her dad. That would be problematic for a number of reasons. What this story is alleging is that Britney Spears reunited with Sam after he battled COVID. So I was like, I didn't know. I must have missed this story because I was gone last week. 
that uh, Sam had COVID. You know, that's scary. So I'm like reading the story, right? Did you guys talk about this, by the way? Not at all. It's completely went under our radar last week. All right. So he goes to Instagram, apparently, and says, like, he posts some photos of them together. And he's like, um, Merry Christmas from the lioness and Santa. Enjoy your holidays. Because he calls her the lioness, remember? Um, And people are like, Merry Christmas to you and all this stuff. Well, apparently... Fans were concerned because he had revealed recently that he had um, battled COVID after testing positive. Um, Also, I don't think to say he battled doesn't seem fair and honest because I thought that too. I don't think he's really battling it. I think he had it with very mild symptoms and thank God he's okay. But a lot of people have actually had to battle it and that actually meant something. So anyway, I just want to clarify. But um, here's what he said. Recently, I tested positive for COVID. I was lucky enough to catch the news before being around and infecting my loved ones, friends, family, significant other. I quickly isolated myself and started my quarantine process alone. Now, there's there's another part of the story that I want to get to, but let's deal with the proof I alleged exists that Sam Asghari and Britney Spears are not a legitimate relationship. Did you hear the words I said, and did anything stick out to you? I didn't know that there was going to be a test. I know. Let me do it again. Recently, (laughs) recently, I uh, tested positive for COVID. I was lucky enough to catch Mm -hmm. the news. This is Sam Asgar. I know. To catch the news Mm -hmm. before being around and infecting my loved ones, friends, Mm -hmm. family, significant other. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyone? Significant other? Is that what I'm supposed to be paying attention to? Yeah. Or the fact that he he Did, allegedly is with Britney Spears, but then it's like I wasn't, and then to re-enter Britney's bubble, I have to quarantine. So yeah. our whole relationship yeah. is fake. Ding ding. Give her a ding, girl. Oh, yes. That is a ding ding. Ding ding for this ding dong because, <laughs> um, like I can read, and it says that you <laughs> you were lucky enough to catch the news a.k.a. the coronavirus, before being around and infecting your loved ones, which means you weren't spending any time around Britney. It's not like he caught coronavirus. I mean, again, I don't know what's really, like, how this all works, right? It's so complicated to try to figure anything out in this moment. But what Mm -hmm. I can assume from what he's saying is that he was nowhere near Britney Spears when he caught coronavirus, which means he's not living with her, which means every time they act like they're together and they're the bee's knees to one another now it's just like okay well you didn't like uh grant i don't know your status do you have a significant other yes i have a lovely uh girlfriend Lily. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Liana is her name. Yep. Now, do you guys live in the same space? Yes, we've lived together for almost four years now. Okay, so if you were diagnosed with coronavirus, Holly, if you were diagnosed with coronavirus, I'll ask myself, Brad, if you were diagnosed with coronavirus, because we all live with our significant others, that person would probably be exposed and maybe be positive or not, depending, because it's not always a guarantee. But, like, you would just assume the person that means the most to you in the world... Yes. ...was probably exposed, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, time to figure that out, because we're close to each other, and... You know, we share bodily fluids, to and, say the least. And also, um, that means that he got it. I mean, again, it just means that there, he's not spending a lot of time with Britney Spears. He's he's working on his fitness, Bradley. Now, that's, I haven't been to Sam Asghari's Instagram account lately, but like that's what he does. Sam Asghari works on his fitness. He wears his nut cup face mask. That's because true. Remember, he did that thing. A lot of good that did. <laughs> yeah exactly thank you uh, i i ask everyone to play the home game and google sam asgari face mask and probably one of the first images like that you'll cup. see yeah yeah it looks like a nut cup by the way those nut cups cost about 40 dollars. i may have looked into getting my own personal nut cup but you would never because they look ridiculous and there are far easier cheaper more effective ways of putting a mask on your face thank you <laughs> What has Britney Spears been doing on her Instagram account? Because that's the thing, too, where, you know, if you're in that kind of relationship and uh, you're intimate and close in that way, wouldn't you be like, oh, Sam, my lion, you are, you know, I love him so much and blah, 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 and I hope he's uh, going to be well. And, you know, here's me doing some yoga on the beach. Bye. Yeah, you would think. It just proves. Yeah. You would think that there would be some kind of reaction like that, but this was a story, Bradley, that you brought to us that was so under the radar that Colleen and I, when you were gone last week, we didn't even talk about it, which kind of proves the point that Britney Spears and Sam Asghari, the attention that they receive is totally down publicationship lane in as much as when we talk about those two together, it's because the mechanisms of celebrity tabloids push the narratives front and center they're not pushing this narrative front and center because i think like you bradley some people can read yeah and it and didn't they take... decided that those words <laughs> are not fundamental exactly it didn't take a lot of math to figure out like well wait a minute uh, that means you're not spending any time around britney which okay fine if you're just in a casual relationship but you guys are like constantly posting about how you're like the bee's knees now really quickly before we um, have to wrap it up here, there were some more things uh, that he went on to say, which are uh, equally questionable. And he talks about, like, I quickly isolated myself and started my quarantine process alone. This is where my healthy lifestyle helped. I spend a lot of time cleansing and thinking about how important our health is in general, even outside of COVID. And I'm like, is that how that works? cleansing right? he does go, he mean <laughs> that he's what what he goes on to talk about his healthy lifestyle and very strong immune system helped him a lot um 
it's no. it's problematic. I encourage you to read it and judge uh, on your own time because we have to run. But when we come back, don't worry. You'll be able to judge other people, randos, in fact, amateur, crazy, stupid idiots, right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 107.1. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. You've already heard Grant. And we've got Holly today, too. And now it's time for Crazy Stupid Idiots. But Grant, you might have a problem finding... I found it, actually, today. Uh, what? Yeah, <gasps> yeah, I noticed it disappeared. So you when I was in here... Yeah, I found it. This one? Give yourself well, an air horn. I guess beep, one beep. could say, that's a crazy, beep, stupid beep. idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. And sometimes other places. Holly, where are we going first today? We're going to Bayshore, New York. Oh, what's in Bayshore? <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's on Long Island. You know who lives on Long Island? Dina Lohan. Oh. We haven't heard from her in a hot second. True. This has nothing to do with Dina Lohan. I just wanted to bring up the fact that I'm very bitter that the Colleen and Bradley show got played by Dina Lohan. We were supposed to go to her wedding this year. Yeah. I digress. It's been a rough it's year a for a lot, of, a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're going... Yes. So, okay. So, we are near... Yeah, Suffolk County. I think that that is on Long Island. Because the story starts with a Long Island man. Um, you know, sometimes we're bored right now. And we have to look for ways to entertain ourselves. Mm, true. And that's what happened with this guy, uh, Justin. Justin was bored at two in the morning on Christmas Day. Okay, it happens. I mean, Justin I've been there. decided. <laughs> Justin decided <laughs> to steal something. Oh. He decided to steal a 2010 Bobcat skid loader. Uh, oh, now what's a? Skid you might not loader? know what that is. It's yeah. It's a big device that they use to plow like your big parking lots. It's got sometimes they're on tracks, sometimes they have big wheels. They're there you can get around in mud and snow real easy. You know what I'm talking about? They look like a big yeah. farm they're, industrial equipment type thing. Yeah, it's a bobcat. I just want to put it out in the universe. Someday I would like to drive a bobcat. Again, I digress. I'll take it. But hey, Justin I've got, got to one. live out my dr- <laughs> I've got one. You can do that. When when we're over this pandemic, you yes. can come on over and we can Play with the bobcat. That sounds terrible. Yes. <laughs> Come on over and play with my bobcat. Yeah, you can play with my bobcat. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, now I've digressed. You Justin decided to... <laughs> Justin was living out my dream, you guys. He was driving this bobcat at 2 in the morning, uh, <laughs> and it's designed to push snow. Mm-hmm. Then Justin diverged from my dream because Justin crashed the plow through the front doors of a nearby Target store. Oh, Oh, then Justin, again, further diverged from my dream by stealing a coat and several gift cards. What? Gift cards? But then police caught him. Because when you drive a bobcat through the front of a Target, you're not saying, I'm going to be quiet and stealth. You're making a big splash. <laughs> and then he got caught in the electronic section of Target. Now, yes. no one was injured. But the front doors of the Target suffered extensive damage, this according to the police report. 
And Justin decided to uh, enter a plea of not guilty to third-degree burglary and fourth-degree larceny. Now, uh, they do want to point out it's not clear if Justin has a defense attorney because it's probably pretty obvious when you drive a bobcat through a target and you steal some stuff that you probably committed the crime. But nice try. Exactly. Okay, so Justin, do better. Gosh. And now Mm -hmm. we've all just learned something about bobcats slash skid loaders. Yeah, I've actually had my friend do something not the same going into a target, but my same skid loader that you might one day drive yourself. I have a friend who I'm going to not name. When we were in high school, we had a few adult (laughs) beverages, and he decided to take it out for a little ride and took it out on Highway 19. Oh. It was going down the road on on 19, so... Luckily, I got on a four-wheeler, chased him down, threw him out of there, parked it over on the ditch, and we ran back to the house. Oh, my God. Was... That's like some James Bond stuff. Did you have to, like, climb onto it while oh, he was... Oh, yeah. He was he was very intoxicated and would not let me in. I was running alongside of it, jumped in there, and pretty much had to pull him out because he was just in his own little world, just like our buddy Justin was. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that when you told that story, I just relived a moment from high school. Wow. <laughs> I would just love wow. to see the video of you, like... <laughs> running towards it, hopping on and throwing him out. I was so afraid that we were going to all get in trouble. And I mean, you know, there were so many things going through my head. Yeah, it was a bad day. I'm glad you survived to tell that tale. Did you grow up in the country, Grant? I did grow up out in Mound. We had a lot of of land and a lot of toys. So, Yeah, yeah. an outer ring suburb. Yeah, a similar experience to mine because it it reminds, I'm like, huh, I wonder if Grant had a potato gun. Yeah, I did. Okay, thank you. Oh, my God. Bradley, do you know what a potato gun is? I know what a potato gun is only because I have a television and I've seen said um, weapon used before, but I don't have firsthand experience with a potato gun. (laughs) Oh. Oh, the things that you uh, experience growing up in an outer ring summer. For those who don't know what a potato gun is, it's usually constructed out of PVC pipe. And then I don't remember exactly how you light it. But you eventually shoot the potato. Yeah. Yeah, hairspray. Hairspray, and then you use a grill igniter as your trigger. Oh, that's not going to be good. It kind of creates a spark, and then boom, and it shoots a spud as far as you want it. It's fun. (laughs) I will say, when I was was a kid, my mother used Aquanet, and we used to uh, light that on fire every once in a while and just make, you know, like a flamethrower in the backyard. So... Well, now I don't feel so, obviously, so like... obviously, everyone here was... <laughs> playing with fire. We're all pyros. Yes, yes. Closet I feel pyros. better. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. I do feel a little bit better about my hick self there. <laughs> I also did once try right. to cremate my hamster after um, he passed oh. away. Turns out okay, you can't cremate... Did you make like a funeral pyre for your hamster? Mm-hmm. Kind of like Darth Vader at Return of the Jedi? Yep. In my family fireplace. Oh. <sighs> Didn't work, and we had to bury him. (laughs) No. And uh, got real smoky in the house, and I learned a valuable lesson, which is to not light a fire while my parents were not home, so... Crack a window. Exactly. It smelled (laughs) of burnt hamster in our living room for a while. Oh, we could just call this... those small pets? (laughs) We could just call this crazy, stupid things we've all done. That actually, that's a great segment idea. Maybe we can get to that tomorrow, and we can tell the tale of Twinkle Toes, the hamster. Snowball. But that's... That's a story for another podcast. Bradley, who's your crazy, stupid idiot? Thanks for asking. Um, Okay, so we are going to start with... um, 
We're actually going to go to Wisconsin for this next story. And uh, I want to tell you about a state trooper who pulled a guy over earlier this week. And hopefully you haven't told this story, but Holly, because I was gone last week, you'll let me know if you did. In which case, we'll tell it anyway, because that's all we have. Um, So, as I said, a Wisconsin state trooper pulled over a guy earlier this week because of something. And it's something related to Christmas, but it was also something illegal related to Christmas. So the guy did a thing, and it's the thing he did that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Now, again, it's crazy, stupid idiot. So it's not like he was drunk, he was speeding, he had a taillight out, or he was trafficking humans and or illegal substances. Because that would be like garden variety criminal behavior, right? Mm, Right. So he got pulled over for something festive, yet illegal. Do you want to have a guess what it was? Did it have anything to do with a potato gun? (laughs) (laughs) Or a hamster? Good guess. Neither hamster nor... Oh, no, don't mix those two together. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, we don't need to get a cease and desist from the SPCA. Um, In fact, what he did, remember I said it was Christmas related. It was festive. Okay. Let us say it was as if he was driving around a Christmas tree. Now, he was in a vehicle, but it was as if he was driving around a Christmas tree. Does that give you any hints, maybe? Hmm? I know the story, so I don't want to destroy your fun here, but um, I'll guess. Okay. It was... It was like he was riding a Christmas tree. Yeah. What's, Did he have a Christmas tree strapped on the top of his car? Close. What else is synonymous with a Christmas tree? Like, what do you find on a Christmas tree? Ornaments. Close. I mean, you do, yes. Lights. A star. Lights. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. This guy was pulled over in Wisconsin earlier this week by a state trooper because his entire vehicle was covered in Christmas lights. Oh yeah. Now what's Honey, this guy? What's interesting is I didn't know that that was illegal. Oh yeah. Why is that illegal? Because you got too many lights coming at you? It, emergency vehicles, any colored oh. type of light other than what's used for signals or caution lights that's on your regular car cannot be on while you're driving. So even like guys who put like big floodlights on their trucks, you know, like a big LED bar that just brights oh, yeah. up the woods, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to drive with that because it's. It's only, it's again, yeah, it, it kind of, well, the, the Christmas lights thing, from what I understand, was part of like, it's an emergency, people think it's an emergency vehicle. And so you can't put that signal out there when you're not that type of vehicle. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. In fact, um, the trooper told the guy that while he appreciated his creativity, what he was doing was against the law because, quote, any color other than uh, white or amber as a light on the front of the vehicle is illegal. So what's what I would then wonder is if he had just strung the car with white lights, would that have been illegal? Technically, no, huh. but you can. It's like driving with your brights on. It's you could get pulled over for it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, there's probably a little gray area there, but it's it's just like it'd be like shining. You don't want to do it. You know, it's just it'll be they could pull you over for distracting other drivers or causing someone else to potentially hurt themselves. Now, what I will say is this is a kind of a low stakes, crazy, stupid idiot because um, he didn't get arrested. According to a Facebook comment by someone who claims to be the, the kid's dad, the trooper let the guy off without a war or with just a warning. Good. So he learned something. Yeah. 
And uh, the Wisconsin oh. State Patrol did take the opportunity to remind people on hashtag Trooper Tuesday that it's not legal to operate with Christmas lights on your vehicle. Although, I wonder, how does that uh, wreaths, Christmas wreaths, everybody seems to have those on the front of their car. That must be legal. Yeah, it's legal. It's not a light. It's not. A, the, the idea is, again, lights. It's emergency vehicles yeah. people will pull over for you. A lot of, I mean, in town here, you can see cars that are painted all with all kinds of cool things. There's, oh, true. There's action figures. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Your ones. I've seen a car in Minneapolis where the guy's got like, ra- like the Crazen Raisins and Turtles and every action figure you can think of super glued to his car. So you can doll it up as much as you want. It just can't be. Just no Christmas lights. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, look, yeah. I've learned something. I've learned many things during this segment. I've learned about skid loaders. I've learned about potato guns. And now I've learned that I can't festive my vehicle with Christmas lights. There you go. Thanks, guys. Hmm. Thanks, Outer Ring Suburb yeah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we come oh, that back. Was a very special episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to round out today's show with a little game. Holly has a game for Grant and myself. Find out what it is and play along the home game when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the last moment. Of today's Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. That sounded very ominous and depressing. I really wanted to bring a little joy into your life. Oh, so I'm happy we're done almost. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Grant. Please tell me you're done after the end of this show, Grant. Yeah, I got a little editing to do, but I'm done for the day. Been on the air since 6 a.m. So, Well, thank you, Grant, for pulling in the long-ass day for our benefit. Um, <laughs> it's been fun, though. I love it. It's fun. And you've done a great job. And Holly is here as well. And we will all be back with you again tomorrow. But before we go today, we're going to play a little game. And Holly's got a game for Grant and me. Um, what you got, Halls? It's a game that we've played before on the Colleen and Bradley show. It has no theme, so let's make it up. It's called Crossing the Brimley Cocoon Line. Crossing the Brimley Cocoon Line. I'm Will for Brimley. O'Neal, Quaker Oats. Get your tips. <laughs> so, beloved actor Wilfred Brimley, he's no longer with us, but his art remains. And the Brimley Cocoon line is something that perhaps we'll all be fortunate to cross one day. Because, fun fact, when Wilfred Brimley starred as a resident of an elder home in the 1980s movie Cocoon, Wilfred Brimley was but 50 years, nine months, and six days old. I mean... You can do your own math at home and see where you fall on that line. It might make you feel something. <laughs> it might make Just you like feel Just like our caller yeah, earlier see, today. Like my dad playing Goldeneye? Good Lord. My dad playing Goldeneye on N64. <sighs> so just... Hard. So I... Here's... Yeah. No, I was just going to say, just so I can get in the mood, I'm Googling Wilford Brimley Cocoon and doing an image search so I can see what he looked like in the movie Cocoon. Go ahead. Okay, wonderful. (laughs) So, Grant and Bradley, I'm going to task you 
with deciding whether or not certain celebrities have crossed the Brimley cocoon line, meaning are they older or younger than Wilfred Brimley was when the movie Cocoon was released in theaters. All right. I don't remember how we did last time, Grant, but we did pretty good. Okay. We do pretty well with this. All right. Okay. Here is our first celebrity name, Bradley and Grant. I want you to tell me whether or not Snoop Dogg has crossed the Brimley cocoon line. Is Snoop Dogg older or younger than Wilfred Brimley was when the movie Cocoon was released? Oh, God. I don't know what you think, Grant, but I feel like he's got to be older. Yeah, I'm with the older. Based on that little story we had recently, I think it was one of your um, D-bags, Holly, when he talked about the WAP WAP song. So I think they mentioned his age in that article. I'm going to go with older. All right, we both say older, Holly. Snoop Dogg might have old, cranky opinions, but no, Snoop Dogg has yet to cross Whoa. the Brimley cocoon line. How Buzz for both of you. We just olded, uh, I don't know what the verb would be. Uh, Wilford Brimley'd Snoop Dogg. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Snoop Dogg is 49 years old. There you so go. he will be crossing the Wilford Brimley line probably in about a year and a half because Snoop Dogg just turned 49 a couple of months ago in October. All right. So you guys didn't get that one. However, I'm going to give you another name that is a close associate of Snoop Dogg, or at least he was at one point in time. Bradley Grant has Dr. Dre, super producer extraordinaire, crossed the Brimley cocoon line. Is Dr. Dre older or younger than Wilfred Brimley when the movie Cocoon was released? This is hard. I have no point of reference. I can't. Well, I'm... thanks, Snoop Dogg. They were, they, they were kind of the same era, right? In rap music. I, I, would, I would think one's definitely older. Oh. But which one is it? I'm gonna. I'm just Keep gonna say, for the sake of being different, um, no. I don't know. What do you think? Grant? I'm gonna go yes, just to be opposite of you. I'm gonna okay. go yes, and I think he was older than Snoop because he guided him through his younger years. That's oh. what I'm going with. All right, Holly. All right. Well, Grant, you you bid one dollar on that uh, showcase, and congratulations to you, Grant. That was an yes! effective strategy. So. He, Dr. Dre, is 55 years old, so a little older than Snoop Dogg. Yes. So, all right. I'm going to give you another celebrity, you guys. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. We're playing Crossing the Brimley Cocoon line. Bradley and Grant are trying to figure out whether celebrities are older or younger than Wilford Brimley was when he filmed Cocoon back in the 1980s when it was released. Here's your next celebrity. It's Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Academy Award winner. Matt Damon, has he crossed the Brimley cocoon line? My gut reaction says no, but I'm open to changing that, Grant, if you have... uh, Mine right away said no. There's just, if he is above 50, then um, I'm feeling real dated today. (laughs) We both say no, Holly. Dings for both of you. Congratulations, Matt Damon has not crossed the Brimley cocoon line. However... Matt Damon just turned 50 years old oh, back in October. So a so double he's dose. Gonna cro- yeah, so he's going to cross the Brimley cocoon line in only a matter of months. Hmm. Oh, God. So I do. I, 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 he's a little too close for my comfort. Yeah. To the Brimley cocoon line? Yeah. 
Because I just yeah, don't see, think of Matt Damon thing. being 50 years old. No. But again, it's the same irrational um, shock and horror I felt when I learned that... Um, oh, gosh, now her name escapes me. This always happens. I have horrible name recall. Chelsea Handler. When I learned that we are, in fact, the same age, it really threw me. Because I don't feel like I'm as old as she... I thought she was, but in fact, we are the same age. <laughs> Unless she's lying about her I'm age, sorry. which wouldn't be completely implausible. That totally sounds like a scenario that could work with Chelsea Handler. All right, so let's move on to another celebrity crossing the Brimley Cocoon line. I give to you Bradley and Grant Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, America's sweetheart, has she crossed the Brimley Cocoon line? God, these are hard. Yeah, these are good. She's right there. I feel like no, because I feel like she's probably close. She's probably very close, but I don't think she's probably gone over yet. I don't know. What do you think, Grant? I'm I'm with you there. I think she's I think she's even close. Well, no. I'm I'm gonna say forty nine, not there. Buzz for both of you gentlemen, because Jennifer uh, Aniston has crossed the Brimley what? Cocoon line. She is 51 no. years old. Oh, my God. Oh. We're all getting older. Oh, we all are getting so older. Old. We're all on this rock. But, you know, it's always like, I don't know if you guys experience this phenomena, but... When you go back and watch, you know, for example, if we're going to go back and watch, you know, we were talking about earlier in the show, a movie romancing the stone, and you go back and watch that movie, Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas aren't particularly old in that movie, but there is something about the way that their presence is on screen that makes them seem really old. And then probably when you, if you Wikipedia the age that both of those actors were when they made that movie, mm -hmm. they were probably not that old. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like the phenomenon of the people, the older people that you went to high school with, like you were a freshman and they were a senior, they seem so old compared yeah. to you turns out but they're then you're not like really that much older mm -hmm. you know what this yeah. also and, and then I, you're like oh go ahead no i was just gonna say i feel like there's a new version of this game coming down the pike and if you guys are just joining us we're doing the wilford brimley cocoon line like are is this actor uh older than 50 point whatever years wilford brimley was when he filmed the movie cocoon which was all about senior citizens we all feel old okay there's also a character that I think of that kind of does the same thing, and that's how old was Blanche Devereaux on the Golden Girls? Because the mm. Golden Girls seemed really old. Turns out... She wasn't that old, right? She was not that old. In I, fact, her character was supposed to be like 53 when the show started. Yeah. Which means that she's not far from that Wilford Brimley line, and I feel like, you know... If ever we run out of Wilford Brimley, I feel like you could do the Blanche Devereaux line. The Rue McClanahan line? Yeah. Well, I don't know how old <laughs> Rue McClanahan was in real life when the film started. I guess I could figure that out. But at least her character was always the young one. Yet she was still on, the young one on a show of senior citizens. And she was 53. Right? Well, in The Golden Girls started in 1985. Rue McClanahan was born in 1934, so that means that she was 50, maybe 51, when the Golden Girls started filming. Yeah, and that she was supposed to be 
a woman of a certain age in that show. Yeah. And really in a way that (laughs) that's not a a, like what it also tells us is that like our notions of being in your 50s um, in the 80s versus in the 2020s are entirely different. Right. So different. So different. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the whole concept of age, what does it mean to be a particular age? We've been having that conversation, I feel, for the past 20 years. But in particular, you're like, wait a second. Because I did the same thing. I had this exercise. I know we're going off of the uh, Brimley Cocoon Line game. But over the weekend, watching the movie Home Alone, a holiday classic. Love it. Catherine O'Hara, the mom character in Home Alone... I'm older than Catherine O'Hara was Mm -hmm. when she played the mom in Home Alone. And that, to me, (laughs) just was a a uncomfortable (laughs) glimpse into my own mortality. I do that with sports now. I'm retired in athletics now. I would be a retired athlete. (sighs) I don't know what that would make me, but... um... A coach. Okay, I'll be a coach, Coach Brad. All right, suit up. (laughs) kids we're gonna go play ball i don't know we gotta go up next Lori and julia have a wonderful afternoon see you tomorrow have you been waiting for just the right job then welcome to the end of your search amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply you can start getting paid right away and work close to home applying is easy you don't even need an interview So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Anticipation is building. The holidays are just around the corner and at the Home Depot, we can't wait. With Black Friday savings all through November, you can count down to Christmas early with a Santa countdown inflatable special buy only $69.98. Or anticipate when friends and family come to visit with an entrance full of LED lights that will welcome them and the holidays with open arms. Get the holiday magic started early. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.